Welcome back to the Cheekast Podcast, episode 19, getting back on track. We're actually here at a relatively early time. We're not taking a month off again. We're actually back. And if you have no idea who or what we are, we are the Cheek Squad. Granted, it's me and the community is the Cheek Squad. Um, all my socials are just my name, Obroto, Twitter, TikTok, fucking Twitch, uh, <laughs> Facebook, probably instagram it's all the same name that's the best part it's really easy to find you just type my name and you find a whole bunch of stuff you wow. probably you've... this is all about you apparently yeah it's all about me it's all i didn't do my advertising last time i'm supposed to do it i'm <laughs> bad at it lisa i give myself the first minute to do it and then that's all i talk about because i don't like advertising myself all right okay that's it we're done now now we're going to talk about something we might be watching the death of blizzard as as it stands because net ease a the not the company Let's be honest. We say that it's the company NetEase. It's the Chinese government. They are saying that over that uh, Blizzard is not profitable anymore, which is putting it in very short terms. So they are uh, they are just not doing the deal again with a Blizzard, which means StarCraft, Diablo, Overwatch 2. Well, all oh Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch, actually just everything. Pretty no wow everything. no hearthstone no warcraft 3 no overwatch no diablo here's a storm starcraft will not be available in china period just starting next year they're not available in china do we know if that was a i've seen many conflicting articles on mm. oh it was china that didn't renew and then oh it was uh, blizzard that didn't renew and made that mistake um nobody has come through and confirmed completely yet because i imagine they they both sides are probably saying the same thing yeah but i'm assuming it's because the chinese games publisher just decided that it's not worth it because they're not i mean they have a they're basically the overwatch league like team like china is the overwatch league they have like five or six of the 13 teams are all Chinese. Most of the audience is Chinese and they're just not there anymore. They're just at this thing starting at the next, next year. They're just gone. Yep. <clears throat> um, apparently they have, it's due to a license agreement. Yes. Um, they could not come to terms. Which yeah, I'm I assuming it's probably, I'm assuming it's probably net ease going, Hey, um, you aren't making any money over here. Can you guys like do that better? And they're like, well, we can try this. And then <laughs> Nettie's is like, yeah, nah, chief. Nah, I just, that's just what I, I mean, the Lord only knows. But, well, uh, it yeah. would probably be bad for, um, uh, Blizzard, Blizzard, I'm assuming in the near future, it's going to be really bad for them. Oh yeah, because they're they're losing a big they're losing a big audience there. Um speaking of Blizzard, apparently people are reporting that the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, <laughs> uh, is filing an anti is likely to file an antitrust lawsuit to block Microsoft's takeover of Activision Blizzard, which I didn't even know was happening. Yeah, we talked about it on one of the past podcasts. <clears throat> that Microsoft was buying out Activision. Yeah, the FTC is trying to put a stop to that. Because it would be nearing a monopoly. And I mean, at, at that point, it would be between 
Microsoft being all Xbox and Blizzard having such big control over a lot of PC gaming. um of high tier PC gaming like Warcraft and WoW and Overwatch like a lot of AAA games I could I could see that being a problem I I definitely <laughs> yeah I mean that's like if fucking if Google and Mark Zuckerberg decided to dap each other up and go into business <laughs> together like yeah. <laughs> that's risky yes it is <sighs> and um they don't want that to happen microsoft is already kind of a monopoly when it comes to computers in general because you really don't have many options so i didn't even know that was happening at least i don't remember talking about it um microsoft and bethesda with exclusives are starting to lean more towards just not giving them an opportunity to which is i don't really understand why my okay let me just explain what microsoft said um <laughs> this is gonna this probably make thomas laugh too microsoft said they are very they really they're trying to explain why games that sell millions of units are not a big deal um they have said that the player base of call of duty in recent history hasn't shown up to normal AAA titles in terms mm. of player base. Meanwhile, this this one has sold eight hundred million dollars worth of copies, like lickety split. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know why they're calling Elder Scrolls Six a mid-sized game. Um, I mean, Elder Scrolls, I guess, could be considered a mid-sized game. Um, that's why they're saying that. Um, it might, uh, may or may not be an exclusive. It, it's. I mean, the title of this is Xbox tries to convince UK regulators that some Zenimax and Bethesda games are not that big of a deal when compared to Call of Duty. Yeah. <clears throat> it's. I it's mean, Skyrim's like the biggest game in a genre. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is. Dead ass. It is. So I don't even know why they wouldn't want an Elder Scrolls. Like, I understand that Elder Scrolls 6 might not be Skyrim, but still, you know, like, it's just. You don't want to take that chance. I think we're missing context, like framing their argument. I think they they mean well, they're, that like they're they're comparing them to Deathloop and Ghostwire or... Tokyo, which oh, are I mean, definitely not. I mean, if I mean, you you really only know about that one if like you're a weeb, like exactly. Yeah, neither one of those is is meant for the general population. It's kind of a niche. Yeah, when, like Redfall and Starfield are both planning to be Xbox and PC exclusive. So it means PlayStation players don't get to touch it. They wouldn't get to play them. Yeah. Rude. So they're, yeah. they're saying they're trying to decide which games will or won't be coming to PlayStation. And they provided probably the shittiest chart that they possibly could to show this. Yeah, they base it on if the games have a niche audience, like Fallout 76 and Psychonauts. Um, if it's a new IP, like a new kind of game with an uncertain audience, that's more than likely to be exclusive. And then if it's a mass market audience like Call of Duty or Minecraft, then it's not exclusive. So I guess if it's a new game, they're just not taking that chance. <laughs> it, it's it's kind of weird. I, I uh... Well, it's because they, they want the success of stuff like Undertale just come right at them, whereas it's just done by like one or two people, yeah, but, but it see, blows but see, up, makes $10 million. Is, though, like, is, it's because Undertale was, from what I heard, was really good. They made likable characters and a fucking bomb-ass soundtrack. 
but I mean, people just can't. I don't know. I don't feel like people shouldn't. They shouldn't be trying to. The exact quote with the Call of Duty thing was, um, "This isn't the first time the publisher has made such outlandish claims." Two months ago, it said Call of Duty is an essential game series. Now it's finally admitting COD's player base size isn't comparable to most other AAA games that it publishes. I just don't believe that. <laughs> I don't who, either. Who answered that question? Like, yeah, I, yeah who, like who who's, who's, who's talking? That do you have you have you seen anything? Like, do you do you, do you open your eyes? Well, there's not as many concurrent players on Call of Duty as there is League of Legends. Uh, we we failed. We failed. Not even close. Of course not. It's mm. the same people that are comparing like the fucking. You see people been par- comparing the name of or the. Um, not comparing the name. They can be comparing the uh, size of the World Cup to the size of the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, it's the size of the World Cup, right? Not the size of the uh north american football like <laughs> and then and people are getting upset about it which i just think is really funny i mean let's take a look right now let's take a look and let's browse categories just looking at twitch warzone's got 100k leagues at 75 wow apex has fallen down quite a bit 38.5k that's pretty low for them under overwatch and roblox roblox, <laughs> roblox. Why is Roblox up there, bro? Who's playing Sheesh. Roblox? Yeah, because the first person is playing Roblox getting 35k. Okay. That wow. makes sense. Wow. But <laughs> uh anyway, that's just I just think that's really funny. Um <laughs> Sony says Battlefield cannot keep up with COD. I mean, in the same in the same lane, I mean, they really can't, to be honest. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Battlefield is a different type of game, but they just didn't keep when it came out they didn't keep people's attention 2042 had to be good it had and it no was okay choice. it had no choice but to excel it needed to come out and be another battlefield three or four it had to come out and do good because with battlefield 2042 losing all its credibility i, I i'm not even going to pre-order another battlefield game because yeah. battlefield 2042 was so disappointing so, I mean, it I just, guess I understand that. But it, does that mean that they're not going to make them anymore? Like, what is that? Uh, um, I get the, I get what they're saying because they're not wrong. Yeah, but I don't even know what they would do. Like, what? Re-brand not make it. them. They would have or, to yeah. rebrand it, right? Or rebrand it, yeah. That you can't. I mean, there. Sony goes even farther, claiming that no other game in existence can compete or replicate what Call of Duty is doing. I agree. That but that is true. But that is why people liked battlefield is because battlefield didn't try to be call of duty you know what battlefield 2042 tried it tried to be call of duty Kinda, with its yeah. movement and and it's and stuff like that it, it tried to be call of duty more so than before people play battlefield because it's realistic there's a bullet drop there's bullet travel time you have to lead your shots there's fucking it, you, there's vehicles that require actually actual flight precision to fly i wouldn't say precision but a little bit more little technique to, yeah you got to be able to fly them properly and people play Call of Duty because you can turn your brain off and just run around and shoot at stuff that moves. Yeah. Battlefield was supposed to be more engaging, and Battlefield 2042 didn't do that. <clears throat> so, I mean, they're also comparing Battlefield. Uh, Call of Duty sold 400 million copies of tw- in 2021, and Battlefield sold 880 or 800 or fuck, 88 million. I mean, it's still <clears throat> a lot. Like that's not which is, like it's... which is still a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I... 
Uh, they're getting like way too ahead of the like, oh man, it only sold 40 million copies. Failure. L. And don't get <laughs> me know. wrong, I mean, Battlefield 2042, when you look at the problems it had, it did have a lot. It wasn't of that good. It was pretty. It was pretty bad. So I can... a, it was a really cool concept the way they did the super giant open world maps. Yeah, with all the with all the chaotic. flying and the yeah, it was crazy and it was awesome. And I thought but that was really cool. But it had, they tried. It, but you played it for three weeks and then you were like, okay, I'm cool. Like yeah, because I, I felt like go. I I felt like I experienced everything the game had to offer. Exactly. They didn't uh, hold everyone's see like they would have had to turn it into like more realistic Fortnite is how they would have needed to do that. They What they should have did was go the other direction and they should have went for like a mill sim. Like an Arma 3 but like a little Arma, bit more yeah. a little bit more arcadey. Maybe. And like, and like maybe do something like that. But people like the realisticness of Battlefield. That's why I played it. I love the sniping in that game was unmatched by most games because of how good it felt. <clears throat> and, so I uh, wonder what that means for them. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do but they need to I, I don't if they release another battlefield bro i'm telling you they could like remake battlefield 3 and it would probably explode maybe i don't know i don't trust the gaming community anymore we hype stuff up and dude that's another so damn thing. disappointed that's another thing the battle, we're never the happy with anything gaming community that's what i did people need to stop saying oh, i want to see final warfare 2 come back no you don't no you do not you do not want Modern warfare 2 do you People were saying, you know how many things would have to be changed because people would nonstop bitch about it? Nonstop. They could fix the one-man army noob tube classes. They could do that. That's yeah. fine. But people would bitch that they're getting two-tapped from a UMP silenced across the map. And when I say across the map, I don't mean like these little shitty maps they have in the new one. I'm talking like 100 plus meters away. This motherfucker is two-tapping you in the chest with an SMG because TTK was that low. You thought recoil was bad? There is none in that one. Intervention, yeah. you could quick scope somebody across the map because you could zoom in in an instant. Like, there were so many things people would bitch about in that game. And the the the, the gaming community is what ruins games now. Like, all the old maps, people were saying the new, old maps would be better. I agree, though. The maps in the new Modern Warfare 2 are, like, absolutely atrocious. But We need variety. We need the new, if, new maps they, serve a purpose, but we also like the formatting of older maps. Yeah, but, like, what you throw in, about? like, people are like, ah, oh, we want shipment and rust back. Do you know the gaming community has changed so much? I mean, for God's sakes, people have they already know where all 22 spawns in DMZ are yeah, on, a, on a map recorded. You know how dumb that is? <laughs> Somebody went through and watched a gameplay from so many streamers to find that. And he made a whole map where people spawn because Crazy. that's the community nowadays. People, you, you remember old shipment, Thomas? You when you learned spawns in old shipment, that's because that's where you kept dying. Not oh, because yeah. you watched yeah. other people do it. <laughs> Stalking the spawn. Go behind points. the other the other uh, sh crate that was there. So you like shoot behind it. Right, so you could shoot spawn. through the little crate and stuff. Dude, it was crazy. Yeah. And like, you would have like, uh, I mean, for God, for me, Schmeeg's got called a sweat today because he's level 111 in Modern Warfare 2. Bro, I've seen like so many people that are like 150. Like, I mean, I'm one, I'm 141 right now. Like, and, and I play consistently but if you we, just, we ran across somebody who was max level right max level. yeah max yeah. level he was 249 God, one away yeah. from max level but you guys are just i don't understand where everybody just the moment they see a max they're like oh, sweat i'm like i ran around with a naked beagle <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean 
but that's yeah. the community nowadays just like the video lisa sent me a video it was such a good video i need to send it to thomas where he's talking about shit talking he said you would shit talk and you would you would have good shit talking we've talked about this a bunch right and we'd be like he's like oh dude Back in the day, you'd shit talk somebody for like three or four games in a row. Three, just oh, yeah, dude, it, it would keep he going. Said, like When the game ended, you know what you said? You said GG and you left. If that was time, you left. Because you left all your shit talk in the lobby and just went about your day. People will come now to your fucking stream. They'll go to your Instagram and they'll just start shitting on you. And now, the perfect way he said it, right, <clears throat> is he said, back in the earlier Call of Duties, like Black Ops 2 and stuff, he said people would just get on and just say racist slurs well the the point that he made was that the original people that played multiplayer on the original xbox and playstation once the next gen consoles came out or people started getting jobs you know they were growing up that their younger siblings were given those consoles and instead of shit talking they just got on the internet and they started talking Slurs yeah, and yeah, they would say slurs and, and all this, and then people just and left no it one unchecked. and no one ever corrected them because that is true. After millennials, the next generation was pretty much unmonitored, worse in a different way than us. We we were we we had the raw internet. That's kind of different than what became of it and how social it oh, is. Oh, dude, now. OG YouTube videos when there was no monetization were so off the fucking wall. It was hilarious. it was crazy. <laughs> it was the wild wild west of the internet. It was great. But yeah, then you had new grounds. Anyway, that's so yeah. Lisa. Yeah. But his his point was that the next generation of shit talkers, um, pretty much nobody corrected them to say, Oh, calling someone a homophobic a homophobic slur is not okay. That's actually that's a little too far. No one ever stepped in and said, you know, hey, that's actually enough. No one yeah, ever did nobody, that. And then now it's that. now it's culturized. Now that's what everyone does, because that's what is common. I mean, I, I imagine half the time I see people post on TikTok where they're like, I had this really nice interaction with this guy. Like some dude ran up today and he was helping, he was helping his roommate with coding homework. So the guy said, okay, I'll leave you alone. And he ran away, killed everybody in the area, came back. The guy said, I'm done now. And he goes, oh, sweet. And it sticks him with a semtex. To me, that's hilarious. <laughs> that <is> but, like, <laughs> but like, imagine how many games he's had to play to get that one interaction. Because yeah. I know we had, me and Poe had good interactions when we did old Warzone and we would do hot mics. Rarely yeah, would, we get a, would we get a good interaction because of most of the time it was just slurs. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, the first game I played in Monarch for two, I got called three slurs in the first lobby, turn boy shut off. Yeah, I mean, that makes it no fun. <laughs> it's just, just call somebody a loser. Call them, call them a dirt-eating, non-grass-touching Call me freak. a licking virgin or something like that. Exactly. You won't do that. You, no, you just you only know how to say slurs now. That's not shit talking. It's not, not anymore. It's just being. You had to make like your mama jokes, like. Oh yeah. Right. Exactly. Your mama's so fat. She sat on a nickel and made a quarter. Exactly. You know, some stupid like that. But you don't. People don't do that anymore. Not at all. Speaking of Call of you Duty, could, you could have a whole ex, uh, explain the whole uh, thermal expansion and be like, your mama's still not as fat as the universe. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what Matt Colbo did in the video. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> he did. It was like a four minute video of him talking about the heat expansion of the universe. And then it was a mo your mama joke. And it's still not as fat as your mom in the as video. Your mom. <laughs> and it was so funny. Uh, the good old um, days. I'll send you the video, Tom. It's actually really funny. Um, Speaking of Call of Duty, there's a group called Euphoria. 
in Call of Duty. A group called Euphoria. I can't remember exactly their Twitter, Twitter handle, but they go by Euphoria. You can probably find them like that. They are trying to find the next movement, the movement meta in Call of Duty, and they have discovered two types of movement metas. Um, they have one called dog walking and they have what well, I call it dog walking. It's called the sea walk or something like that, or the D walk. And then they have, uh, the D bounce or something, which just sounds fucking weird. Fucking bouncing on a D bro. But yeah. you can apparently dolphin dive onto a ledge and then you can bounce off of it in a jump and just fly. It's literally a giant leap. Like it's if you're wild. on if you're on fucking fortress, Thomas, oh, you can yeah, bounce yeah. from that I, ledge that. to the window, super easy. And then there's dog walking, which is where you like you can lay down and stand up really quick, and it basically looks like you're putting all four of your hands and feet on the ground. Yeah, and you're just and you're sprinting. It looks like you're like running. That. Yeah, right. Makes it hard to hit you, but I personally think it's cool. And people were really upset going, "You guys just can't play the game normally, fam." We've played for <laughs> ten hours the past two days. I have seen exactly zero people do that. Exactly. <laughs> All the game, even the sweatiest games with the max level people, nobody does those. You know why? Probably because they're all playing Warzone. But <clears throat> I mean, yeah, that's probably true. But it's because that doesn't. That's not going to win you a fight. People say movement wins fights. Movement does not win fights. You could be the most goaded movement player in an entire game, Someone and if you can't hit, a, if you can't hit a shot, fam, you're just going to get fucking waxed anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> then you have the people like Joe Woe who can do both and they will shit on you. Yeah, true. But I mean, you know, it's just, I, I don't know why everybody's so damn upset about it. It's not that big of a deal, personally. Um, fastest selling Sony exclusive being God of War Ragnarok. Damn, really? 5.1 million copies in, in opening one. week? Yes. People have actually, people have been putting all their God of Wars into uh, one list and ranking them. And not a single person has put Ragnarok anywhere but number one. <clears throat> now, I just want to put this in perspective for those having the what will be game of the year. Obviously, we said earlier in the year that the two games that are going to come up is going to be Elden Ring because it literally did invoke so many people to try the game, even though it's very punishing. They did a really good job, um, you know, hyping up the game and it lived up a lot of people loved it it was a very very good game um and we said the only thing that's going to contend with it is probably going to be god of war ragnarok um so they sold what was it the 5.1 million first week right yeah. which is very impressive for an exclusive title um right. it was playstation exclusive very very impressive i think i think they said it was the number one selling game for Sony? Oh, probably. I think they said it was. I think it's, I think it's fast, fast, it's fastly becoming the number one. But what, um, to put it in perspective, that is very good for an exclusive. Um, Elden Ring, as of November, has sold 17.5. But th it's been out for months. So, granted, 12 million of that was within the first two three weeks i think two or three yeah two or first three, weeks. three weeks it sold 15 or 12 million copies 12 million copies yeah and um that's still impressive that is that's very impressive um so we'll have to see how many more people buy god of war how that you know but they're gonna reminder, be about the same elden ring came out on xbox 
PlayStation yes. and PC and, and PC. sold 12 million in three in three weeks. Yes. In one week on just PlayStation. God of War got God over of War five. has over five, which is phenomenal. Very I still impressive. think God of War is going to win solely because of narrative. Speaking of, I don't really want to go off tangent, but I'm, we're going to. Okay. Can we talk about some of these Game of the Year awards <laughs> and just talk about the games that are here? Okay. Yeah. What are, What are you thinking? Just I just want to go through the categories and talk about it. Where, where are you looking, my guy? I'm I'm on thegameawards.com. Okay. Got it. Nominees, right? Okay. Game right, of I'm the here. Year. I'll read the six that have been nominated. A Plague Tale Requiem. I have no idea what that game is. Uh, <clears throat> it's the follow-up game to A Plague Tale that came out in 2018, 19? No yes. idea what that series is. Okay. <laughs> um, Elden Ring, obviously. Ragnarok, obviously. obviously. Horizon Forbidden West. I guess I can see that being on there. It's a big AAA title. It, it was. I, a, haven't, yeah. I haven't played it. I'm actually kind of just waiting for it to come out on PC. But either way. Stray. Don't know why Stray's on there. <laughs> I'm not saying Stray is a bad game, but when you even if you put it up with the three games before it that I said, Elden Ring, Ragnarok, be and there. Forbidden West, why is it on there? It could be best indie game, best. Uh, yeah, but not game of the year. Not game of the year. I I agree. Very good game. Cool game. Had a lot of glitches. Was definitely weird, but not game of the year. I don't think it's quite up to par for that. But. Then we have Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and I've never even played that. I've never even, like, seen that category of game. By far, <laughs> it's between Elden Ring and God of War. The worst part is, is, is all of these gaming categories have the same fucking games in them. Vi Do they really? Dude, best game direction. Awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction design. Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Forbidden West, Stray. And then a game called Immortality. Which, which I... my thing is, is if a game's nominated for a game of the year... I Why mean, is it in I, all the other categories? Like, yeah, I mean, it, I understand. Yeah. So, like, if if Forbidden West loses, it could still win Best Game Direction. But like, it feels redundant because it's just going to be the same three or four games in the same cat, like just all the categories. You're but not that's how, that's how chance. it always is. It it, it that's, that's so how, lame. But that's how they do it with movies as well. Um, you can be nominated in many different categories, and if you're the one that sweeps the most, uh, the the most uh, awards. Um, you win. That's that's you winning. Yeah, that's you getting more business down. I mean, the road. best best narrative is Plague's Tale, Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Forbidden West, Immortality. You know, this is what I wanted to talk about. Best art direction: Stray, Forbidden West, Ragnarok. See now, Elden art Ring. direction I can see for Stray. Elden Ring, I scorn. Scorn. Okay. I haven't played it, but it does look kind of crazy, right? Uh, best score in music. Plague's Tale, Elden Ring, Ragnarok, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and then Metal Hellslinger, which is just, uh, it's a Beats game, whatever, mm -hmm. right? Best Audio Design, Forbidden West, Elden Ring, Ragnarok, <laughs> Gran Turismo 7. Hey. <laughs> and then get this, Thomas, Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> Their voice actors did do a very good For job. For Best Audio Design. For it, Best uh... In-Game Audio and Sound Design. That's gonna if be it was for... if it was for voice acting, I would say Mono Warfare could contend because Mono Warfare's voice acting and mocap was on point. I don't think there is a voice acting. I know, but I'm, I'm just pretty saying, sure like, audio covers all in game audio and sound design. Mono Warfare shouldn't even be up there, bro. You could put st static electricity going through a mic. That's and it would not be the... true. The the campaign <laughs> was done really well. And then we have best performance for a voice 
voice overacting, motion, or performance capture. Ashley Birch, which if you don't know who Ashley Birch is, she's Tiny Tina. She's Aloy. She's a lot of people. Yeah. <clears throat> Charlotte McBurney, somebody from uh, A Plague's Tale. We have two Ragnaroks up here. God of War Ragnaroks. We have Kratos, a.k.a. Christopher Judge, and Sonny Soljic, which mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's Atreus. Oh, no, I... I... I, it would have to go to Kratos. Like, Absolutely. I mean, if you have them both up there, bro, you're going to No, I, not Atreus. I can't put Atreus up there. No, no it's, no, it's Kratos. It's, it's hands down. Kratos. There's no, like, I could say it's between, I don't know the other two, uh, Charlotte McBurney or Man Engaged for Immortality. I don't know who those people are, but I mean, it's Christopher Judge. Like, come on. They were also mocapped. So, yes. just to put that in. Which there. they say that's, that's for the whole thing. Games mm-hmm. for Impact. A thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. Okay. Memoir Blue. These are a bunch of games we don't know, is yeah. what this is. Yeah, um, I'm just going to skip that category. Yeah, that's a bunch of games <laughs> that we don't... <laughs> I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not, I'm saying, not saying they're bad. I'm not saying they're bad at all, but I've never heard of any of these. Yeah. Yeah, nah. That's probably a base category. Bro, look, there's so it. much political commentary and brotato it, it's crazy honestly there's so many like so many sounds of you picking up the little gems off the ground <laughs> then we have best ongoing oh, games for outstanding development of ongoing content players enjoy over the time apex legends <laughs> i don't know how apex got on there Bro, we, even got po, we even got po chuckling in the background <laughs> now oh, honestly apex legends is on there yeah um but they're up with destiny 2 Okay. Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. It's Fortnite. Now, I'm going to tell you, as much as I don't really care much to play Fortnite, it's not my style of game, it's third-person building, whatever, Epic does a really good job at making that game entertaining for people. They switch it up constantly. They change that They shit. gave we, them the mode they wanted. Bro, they made new characters. He, They've done so many deals with big companies. Bro, EA and Respawn will be like, all right, for Apex Legends Season 14, you get a new map that's just a slightly recolored fucking old map. You and get Loba in a bikini. We give you Loba in a bikini and one LTM that came out two years ago, but we put into the new map. And have fun, Legends. Fortnite be like, we blew up Tilted Towers. We blew up this right side of the map. There's now a snow map from the nuclear fallout from one of the nukes they just dropped. Naruto, doing... <laughs> Vegeta, Goku, all in the game, hitting the Orange Justice at the same time. We have new mounts. We added. They did an Hinata. Ariana Grande concert. For God's sake! Dude, I, I, as, as much as I dislike Epic and I don't really care much for Fortnite, they fucking kill it with that game. They do. They're Can't so deny it. so good at keeping that game. They said in, you don't want to build mode. We're gonna give it to you. Exactly. No problem. We hear you. Exactly. Give it to you. Best indie game. No one cares. Cult nah, of the Lamb. So mean. Neon White, I've never heard of. Cult of the Lamb was cool. I don't think it should. I don't think it should win. Um, Sifu. That was a fun game. I thought Sifu was cool. Still haven't beat it. Uh, Stray. Stray, Stray belongs Tunic. here. Stray, Stray belongs definitely here. belongs here. If it's a, if it's a true blue indie game, I can see Stray or Sifu taking it. Yeah. If 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 something one of the other two wins, I've never seen them nor have I played them, so I have no idea. <clears throat> Best mobile game. Obviously, it's gonna um, be PUBG. Apex Flash Legends Mobile, <laughs> Diablo Immortal, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, and Tower of Fantasy. 
Somehow I feel like Tower Fantasy is going to win that. It has know. a big booty blonde chick on the front of it. Oh, hell like, yeah. What is yeah, it called again? Thomas already voted. <laughs> Tower, I, Tower of Fantasy. <laughs> I don't know who's going to win that. I don't play mobile games. Um, best Community Support. Apex Legends. No. <laughs> false. False. Are you just throwing those in there? Like, no, that's actually on there. They're just sprinkling them in. That's, they're, they're just trying to put them in, bro. Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, No Man's Sky. I would say between Fortnite and Final Fantasy. Yeah. I like No Man's Sky, but they had they won last season or last year with their big updates that they did. They actually made the game extremely good. I don't think they're going to win again. Um, innovation and accessibility. Um, it's a bunch of games we haven't played. I will probably say uh, Ragnarok's on here, Last of Us Part 1, and The Quarry. I could see the quarry winning just because it's so fucking easy to play. Yeah. It's so easy to play. Let's see what's next. The best VR slash uh, alternate reality game. None of you guys have any played it's any of these, so it doesn't 100% matter. it's going to be Among Us. I mean, Among Us VR is in there, so. And people <laughs> are losing us? their Ooh. minds with it right now. Yeah, it looks goofy. Traumatizing kids. Best action game. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. How did that get on there? Let's be honest. Bayonetta be 3, honest. Neon White Sifu, or Modern Warfare 2. Modern it's Warfare 2 is going to live or just going to win just sheerly because of the name. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bayonetta 3 is going to lose because they found out that bitch was lying. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to want that. I'm surprised Sifu got on there, to be honest. Like, I mean, same, but Sifu's actually, actually really good. It keeps you engaged the whole time. It does. Um, best Action Adventure. I mean, it's three that we already know. Plague Tale, Ragnarok, Forbidden West. And again, Stray, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How, and Tunic. I don't know how that's on there. How how are y'all getting in there? Okay. Best RPG like game. Ago. RPGs? What do we got in there? I mean, nothing on there is going to win except Elden Ring. Elden if you're putting Ring, Elden Ring against anybody that's not in the top five. I don't know. The Pokemon game might have a chance, but it'll probably be Elden Ring. Yeah, but it's Ar- it's Arceus, though. Arceus, yeah. people, people didn't. I mean, I've heard a lot of bad things about it. Heard good things, but I've heard bad things. Um, best fighting. I don't really play fighting games. Multiverse. See, that's where Sifu and Sifu's in there too. That makes. I sense. can see multiverses winning. Multiverses dropping the ball though. Uh, best family game. Um, if it's not that Kirby, if it's not that Kirby game, it's, it's oh Kirby's on there. Okay, I bet Kirby and the Forgotten Land. That's on there. That's probably gonna win. That or Lego Splatoon, Star Wars. Splatoon. Though? Splatoon's kind of lit. I heard Splatoon is really fun. Best sim slash strategy. I don't play any of these, but it's probably going to be two point campus. Not going to lie. Uh, definitely <laughs> considering buying Dune Spice Wars. 100% I think, considering. I think you should. It seems like a game you, you would like. Yeah, I'm considering. Best Continue. sports racing game. Um, <laughs> Ollie Ollie World. Never heard of it. It's Gran Turismo 7. Nobody's going to vote for that. It's going to be great. Come on now. It, you think, we all you know. think people. No, it's going to be between FIFA or NBA. Yeah, probably. It's probably and it's FIFA, probably going to be FIFA. Yeah, it's probably FIFA. Let's be honest. People love the fuck out of FIFA. Then we I don't have know why. Best... I don't know why racing and sports are combined though, because they're not the same. I'm just going to tell you. I'm going to just say these two sentences. Best multiplayer game: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder Revenge. What? <laughs> that, that is on the list, up with multiverses, Splatoon and Overwatch 3, is on there. Overwatch Two and Modern Warfare oh. Two. God. I hope Overwatch 2 wins. That would be so fucking funny if they won. If it um that, uh, it hurts my soul. Continue. So, content creator of the year. I know two of these people. 
Cutie <laughs> Cinderella and Ludwig. Obviously, Ludwig's going to win. Mogul Mail has blown up this year, and people absolutely love Ludwig. Plus, he made the Luddy right before this happened. Yeah. And everybody apparently loves the Luddy. I still don't know what it is. It's some kind of dance where he swings his arms and shit. Who knows? Then it's Nobru, Nebelian, and Carl Jacobs. I love that they all have pictures of themselves, except Nebelian. His picture is just Mob Psycho 100. <laughs> nice. Best debut indie. Stray is going to win that. Not even telling you. the. Actually, you know what? Thomas would get Vampire mad if Survivors. I didn't mention Vampire Survivors being in there. Interesting. Yeah. Best debut indie games. Best adaptation. Um, creative work that faithfully and authenticatedly, authentically adapts a video game to the entertainment medium. Arcane, hundred percent. Cyberpunk, Cuphead show, Sonic the Hedgehog two, or Uncharted. It's gonna I, be arcane. a lot of people are probably gonna go. Man, Cyberpunk's probably gonna win that. Absolutely not. Arcane, arcane. was so fucking good. I, as Lisa as has like no say... idea about League of Legends, and she's attached to Arcane. I was hooked. <laughs> I, I was we watched hooked. like we would be it'd be three o'clock in the morning we go can we should we just watch another one yes we probably did <laughs> yeah 100 percent. thomas put us on to that shit absolutely most oh, anticipated yeah. game this is a good category this is a good category <clears throat> zelda legend of zelda tears of the kingdom which is supposed to be breath of the wild 2 essentially and that comes out in may starfield the resident mm -hmm. evil 4 remake baby I'm, I'm going to say that the last one is the one that's going to win. Final Fantasy 16 or Hogwarts. Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hogwarts is going to win out of all those. It's going to be between Hogwarts and Starfield. I know I'm Resident Evil. You. Resident Evil has a big community. Or a, it's a cat. It yeah, has, it's a I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say a big community. It, it is. Has a, big. It has a loyal community. Yes, it does. Um, but Hogwarts, it's all of us 25 to 35-year-olds, and we're ready to live our childhoods again. We're mm -hmm. ready. Read all the, and it's an open-world fam. I'm buying it. I'm buying whatever. Let me buy it. Um, We're buying it. Absolutely. Best esports game. Game with that has delivered the best esports experience. Um, none of these compare to League of Legends or Dota. I mean, okay, let's be honest. They do. Rocket League and Valorant are basically don't belong on there when you put them up to giants like League, Dota, and CSGO. They're just a new audience. They're just a new, new world. Rocket audience. League is not new. They're okay. Yes, it is, though, because after they got that buyout issue where they went to free-to-play, a lot of the old people that used to play it left it, and it got a whole new audience of people. I still just don't think it compares to League, Dota, or CSGO. I actually don't know who is going to win that category. I, I don't know why. Because all three of those games are super massive when it comes to esports. True. Um, best esports athlete. The fact that Faker is on here means nobody else exists. <laughs> <laughs> Because otherwise, well, granted, you have Faker and Chovy. We have I think Simple. Chovy's overrated. We have Simple. I personally think so, too. Watching, I was watching uh, semifinals and stuff back, and uh, he kind of played very averagely. He kind of went a, uh, out of his way to fucking throw some games. Like, we're down. I'm going to go solo for him. Then he gets picked. Yeah. That's what I'm <clears> saying. Um, like, Simple's I think he... on here. Yep. Which is cool. Yay for Valorant. Don't see that. Kerrigan for CSGO, I can see. But Faker's on there. Faker basically just wins because his name's Faker. It's crazy. <clears throat> Best esports team, Dark Zero. Um, the facts on Dark Zero, they came from behind. They were super underdogs in Apex Legends, and they won the first uh, championship series for League. They sniped hmm. it under everybody's noses. 
So, but that that's them for Apex. Yes, Zero that's them for Apex. Phase Clan for CS:GO. I don't know why. Probably because of Kerrigan. Uh, Gen G for League of Legends. LA Thieves for Call of Duty, and Loud for Valorant. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I, yeah. Oh, people can't see this, but the group picture for Loud is them just holding up a bunch of L's. It's and so funny. Oh I, don't, God, I don't think that that's a good reflection Bro, for it's them. it's all of them holding L's, dude. Oh, no. Because y'all shouldn't be holding the L's, you know what I'm saying? I get where, where I get it, yeah, but that's bad. it that's looks really like funny. y'all are holding L's, and that's not what we want you to do. <laughs> Bro, Loud's one you know big L, dude. Oh, boy. Okay, continue. What uh, else best we got? Best esports coach. We don't, don't know care. who any of these people are. We bro. don't care. It's probably going to be the guy from Gen G score. And you can't. What's funny is FPX is on there, and isn't FPX abolished and bankrupt now? No, that's uh, that's FTX. Oh, okay, I'm <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and then we have best esports event. League of Legends. Um, it's probably going to. It's. I mean, granted, I see PGL Major Antwerp. That's CS:GO. 2022 Mid Season International. Invitational. Invitational. I don't even know who that's for. And then uh, we have that's Valorant Rocket League, Champ- I think, isn't it? It looks actually, yeah, that actually looks like it. There's a little ball up there. Then League of Legends it's, Worlds. Nothing's gonna beat Worlds. I'm it's, sorry. It's League of Legends. Nothing's yeah. beating Worlds. That's all the categories. It's all 31. But no, nobody's beating Worlds. No, for sure. Worlds is Worlds is way. I mean, not to mention the the fucking best one of the best teams in the world got upset. Like, shit. Crazy. I just spoiled. Ah, fuck. I spoiled. Anyway, I mean, don't don't listen to this expecting not to be spoiled, fam. True. <laughs> back to our list so okay. we can clean yeah, this back, up in back to the minutes. Back to the news. I apologize. <laughs> I just wanted to do that and talk about it because I, uh, I don't know. I like I, some of the cat. It just it bothered me that some of the categories were the same. That it shouldn't continue. <clears throat> um, Let's go on. I don't know why. Okay. Um, <laughs> Overwatch Two still has issues. But they announced the new tank and the store works as intended. But uh, <clears throat> Sojourn probably needs to catch a nerf because nobody fucking likes her. And she's now worked her way down into silver to where she shit stomps everybody uh, high silver above. Yeah. Um, I mean, broken. I mean, for God's sakes, dude. The, the, I was listening to somebody talk about pro comps and they said, and I quote, <clears throat> you have a Sojourn on your team. She's the hyper carry. Your other DPS yeah. is, is Reaper. Reaper solely sole purpose is to protect the sojourn. <laughs> I mean, he in literally some exists. Cases, he true. literally exists to hang around her and make sure Winston's and stuff can't get to her. That is how it's played a lot of the time. Yeah, and they basically it's kind of cra- it's kind of crazy. They keep the they keep the uh, they keep the sojourn alive so she can hyper carry. And but I'm like, that's kind of shitty, her. dude. Until at least at least season two, if not further, season three. Yeah, which is just waiting way too long. It's waiting way too long. Um, yeah, not that she's not a interesting character and can carry a game because she can, but we didn't need that. We have Soldier, we have Widow. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm, I think that it's just gonna become. Uh, I don't know what the cap on their heroes is gonna be. Forty, fifty. I have no idea. But I have a feeling they're just going to run it into the ground and it's going to be like League of Legends. Oh, where you have fucking 186 Legends? Yeah, and they're all going to do similar (laughs) things and you're just going to be able to pick a And then they never never adapt to anything like doing the rolling over bands like Thomas said they should keep doing. Yeah. 
they yeah, roll over bands into every round. I think that would be all. That would have just gave so much diversity to build. I think one league is actually doing that now. I think it's one it's, of the. I think it's like the. I don't know if it's the Chinese league or if it's like the. Um, it's one of the Southeast Asian ones. They should definitely do that. Um, <laughs> uh, one person says, "I like this quote." The bug is Kiriko's ability. They're talking about the bug where she can teleport. Um, the bug is Kiriko's ability. They can't disable her though, as there's a skin in the store. Is it the main <laughs> reason? It's the she's the main reason most people buy the battle pass, and they don't have the guts to disable the real problem. Yep, <laughs> because she has the ability in some cases to teleport outside of the map and be unkillable. Where yeah, which she people, is literally people outside are, the map. People have not figured. They have not even thought about the fact that it's her and not the maps they chose it's it's her they yeah. but they won't disable her because what what else are people going to work for in the battle pass so Very true. they want to keep people playing i think that's yes, super fucking do. scummy um my favorite bug so far still to this day was <laughs> whenever an xbox player got an achievement they got logged out that, yeah <laughs> Just get punished. Just you know, what Dude, I'm saying? You just hit the the nastiest six piece on McCree halfway through that. You got an achievement and got disconnected. And then on top of that, if you're in a comp game, get disconnected and then get banned for disconnecting because apparently that was a bug as well. Yep. People Tony's, were getting uh, their accounts banned. Luminous actually said that uh, he was worried he was going to get banned because he got DC'd like four separate times and he was up to like a two hour wait. Uh huh. And he was worried he was going to get perma banned from ranked. Yeah, apparently a lot of people did in the forums. People were like, this is ridiculous that I'm getting kicked off your game. And um, Also, if again. you didn't know, um, you want to know why Tracer always felt really weak? It's because she had a really bad bug. Where, uh, or uh, why Tracer... Oh, let me think how to word it. What'd they do to my boo? Uh, why she wasn't weak, but why she felt really strong is because they had a bug where her her damage didn't drop off. So, yeah, up to 20 meters, she had no damage drop off. So every every legend, every out. hero has damage drop off at a certain distance. And hers was 20 and It used to be 10. Or it used to be 10 and they just they just removed that and put it at Apparently, 20. yeah, apparently you got So you can stand really far away from people and just beam them down if you were good. Yes. But if you move 1 <laughs> meter further than that, it's nothing. She just right. tickling people. But 20 Ugh. meters is a very long distance. So, yeah, some people have been complaining about that. I mean, that's less of an, an issue than some of the other things. Um, but I still, you know, I still want to point out they need to fix the maps that have holes in them that people are falling through or Torbs sticking their turret in holes in certain maps and, you know, people falling through the map or getting disconnected. You know, there's other problems that they really need to address that, you know, it's funny the first game, they had six years of fixing those problems under their belt. And now we just started from scratch. Why not? Makes sense. <laughs> Big brain, right? But don't worry. New tank coming out in a couple weeks. Get ready. Be I'm sure ready that won't be a clusterfuck from hell. Yeah, I'm, I've uninstalled the game as it's 100% sure they have not tested the tank in, in, in their relationship with the maps and the other and the other characters guaranteed it's going to he, it's going to be this character and this character are completely immune from his attacks uh when he shifts into you, bro, his alternate they... form he phases through the map it's going to be some crazy <laughs> shit. this man this man is the fucking uh one of the the guy from uh my hero academia who could go through floors and shit yeah he's just going to be falling through the floor or up in the sky can he only fix go the, through fix floors the bug and not walls? The bug. 
where yeah. he doesn't fly to the moon anymore after coming out of the floor. <laughs> Dude, I'm just... Good God. I'm... Oh, I'm glad so many people are having fun on Overwatch, but it is not... It is not For the, the old heads, as you would call them, it sucks. Because it makes me sad broken. watching it where it goes. Yeah. Speaking of new games, Pokemon. Pokemon launched, what, yesterday, last night? Uh, the day before. Day before. It was, I know, I know Voltage went, and he's super excited. He, he's, he's listening right now. Yeah, there yeah, he goes. Yeah, <laughs> Scarlet and Violet. Uh, Scarlet and Violet. I've heard there's been a little bit of performance issues. I don't know performance issues some... with Pokemon. Uh, probably because they probably overestimated how good the Switch's capabilities were. Uh, I mean, it's, it's Pokemon. I know, I know. It's not. I don't. I don't think it's as bad as, as they're saying. It is. It's Pokemon. It, it's. It's. Yeah. It, it's. It's Pokemon. People are being very harsh on it. Like, as I've seen some of the issues. And very few of them were, like, game-breaking bugs. They were mostly, like, visual issues. So, like, the one Rendering Thomas sent me where, where you could be in mid-fight <laughs> and the dude would just come menacingly walk at you. That was so funny. The AI will just break and while you're in the middle of the game fighting another uh, Pokemon and it'll just, he'll just start oh, walking he'll just, into the your walk screen. up to you. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> so they made funny. a meme out of that for a time. Yeah. Um, however, it is... It become, it's becoming the fastest selling Nintendo game ever. The Which fact is that crazy. The fact that you say Nintendo game and you don't say like Pokemon game is crazy because then, I mean, that's Mario fan. Mario. Yeah, exactly. And you're saying that <clears throat> the title game. Oh, the fastest selling Nintendo game in history is Pokemon Red and Blue. Which is old. That's back in the day. Pokemon Red and Blue, uh, Sword and Shield. And then gold, and, gold, silver, and diamond and pearl. Yeah. I really thought, Red and Blue I thought sold Mario 31. would be up there somewhere. 31 mil. Bro, did you ever play Which Pokemon Jade? No. Bro, it was like this weird-ass Chinese bootleg. Oh, and uh, it was it was hilarious because what they do is they'll they'll they'll, uh, they'll take other games and they'll just take the name off of it. So it had something else and it was kind of Pokemon-ish, but wasn't really. And they're just like, yeah, this is not Pokemon here. Nice. And <laughs> okay, that's what I wanted to see. Okay, so it doesn't. It's not their fastest selling. They're their highest selling Nintendo game ever. Is Super Mario Bros. for the NES, which is forty million copies. Which I is think. wild. Is that higher than Pokemon Red and Blue was thirty one point three. Thirty one point three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just looking. Yeah, I mean, 40 million like... copies in 1985 is fucking... That's crazy. Cool. I mean, that's crazy, Bro, yeah. Revenue estimate, $1.5 trillion or billion dollars. I was to say trillion, hello. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for Mario. And Super Mario Bros. 3 on the NES was $1.2 billion. That's crazy. At 17 million sales. Yeah. That's nuts. Mm -hmm. Wow, the fucking ND... Okay, okay, okay. Looking at them. I'm trying to see if there's any more. Super Mario Odyssey, that's what I was looking for. 23 million copies is a lot of copies. Yeah, it's, it is a lot. And granted, Odyssey was the one that got me playing again because that game was so fun. Very fun. Anyway, I think that's cool. Um, I have to find the Switch so Lisa can actually play. Yeah. <clears throat> so, we actually have to find it. Um, The biggest news that makes me happy, Ubisoft is finally coming back to Steam. Yep. 
if you didn't know if you if it was an if it was on ubisoft it was an epic exclusive well they, they're yeah. coming back to steam back yeah, i mean it's, it's only it's only been three years since they've been gone yeah they've been launching their games on the epic game store and apparently it, i think for i think it's next year I don't think it's not like it's today. It's not a today. No, thing. I'm it's trying to see the, when they're talking about future it. future releases won't be Epic exclusive anymore. They're coming back to launching on Steam. I'm assuming Steam and Epic. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they said that they don't <laughs> gonna, like Steam's commissions. <laughs> I'm so. going to be honest, bro. Has Steam changed their commissions? Uh, I'm sure they have contracts that are of different numbers that we'll never know about. Oh, that's that stuff true. is that stuff is normally kept secret because you can't if you give one developer a great deal because you know it's going to pop off you don't display that you normally sign an See, NDA because you don't want everyone not everyone gets the same deal it's based on it's all about making money that's how companies stay in business oh People so in 20 hate, in 2021 but, steam changed their policy it's still 30 percent but the more sales you make the lower that number goes there you go. So the more so, successful you are, the the more money you get. Yeah, and at the same time, I'm gonna be dead with you. I hope this triggers a lot of people, because not I wouldn't not not trigger people, but like gets in the devs' heads. Like, oh, maybe we should go back to Steam too, because I'm sick of fucking going to Epic. True. I don't know why everybody ran away, bro. Who cares? Thirty percent. Because Epic gave a yeah took less money. But look at fucking Roller Champions. If Roller Champions would have came out on Steam instead of Epic. That shit would have did three oh, times better than off. it. Oh, that because thing would have yeah. If it would have came out free to play like it is now, and it would have originally released on Steam, it would have blew up as a free game. Yeah. People would that sure. shit would have been flooded. It would have had a way bigger fan base than it has now. Well, the issue is that, um, and this kind of ties in. I should have put it on our list to talk about. I'll, I'll just say briefly that uh, a couple game developers are trying to start a class action lawsuit against Steam against Valve, I should say, uh, for uh, monopolizing the market. They're saying there's no competitor, so all you can do as a game developer is go to Steam, <laughs> which is false. There are definitely <laughs> other competitors. Uh, they're just not being the most advantageous platform and the only platform are two different things. So these two developers, I guess they're, they're smaller companies, um, got a hair up their ass and i guess they got a lawyer who thinks they have big money in their future and i don't <laughs> think that that's true that's not true uh being because, the because, most sought after yeah, platform that's to buy thing. games is, were, does not mean you're the only one if they were buying up companies like epic and shit i would i could see somebody sure. doing that but pub, these publishers are coming to steam yes there because, are competitors out there they just don't compete with steam because people go shit i'm just gonna take it to steam we like, have epic <clears throat> their their ui is dog shit their security is dog shit origin is their ui is dog shit windows Discord. store is windows store it's disgusting looking have you tried using it it's, oh, awful. it's horrible discord discord has their own game on their, the their xbox own game app now. for pc terror again that just ties into the windows bethesda store, has their awful. own too yeah, had. they did. I think they had. They did. They closed it. They went back yeah. to Steam. Yeah, because somebody Google fucking had used it. And that Imagine, shut down. Google yeah, Stadia. Yeah. Google Stadia is gone. Because, <clears> because it's, it's not, hard it's to upkeep that shit. Like, imagine all the work that goes into developing a platform that works smooth, that the transactions go through, that has security. Hosts. Yeah, I mean, I don't think people realize how much goes in 
or uh, most people probably don't even know what what Valve started as back in the day. Like I remember do? those first five games like available on their store. Like I remember that. But seriously, being the most sought after and the best does not equate to being the only. That is not monopolization. So I just and the, fact, and the fact that they're just like they're just like we just we publicly release how the, your numbers and stuff. A lot of people don't do it. You can't find be, like, Battle.net's numbers on no. any of their games. No. But because Steam doesn't come out and seek people, they just, they're just like, I mean, all your stats are literally free online. Yep. They have all that shit just ready. And you can be like, I don't want that. It's too fucking bad. Like, <laughs> that's the whole website. Yeah, that's what it is. So, um, yeah, for those that don't know about the class action lawsuit. Uh, the, I did not know about that. There's, I think there's you mentioned lawyers- it to me. Yeah, there's there's a couple websites you can go to, and they're trying to tell you, hey, Steam might owe you hundreds of thousands of dollars because from mesothelioma. Well, no, they're saying <laughs> essentially, essentially they're saying that because Steam is a monopoly, when a developer goes to Steam, they are they sign a contract to say that they will not provide better pricing elsewhere other than Steam. So essentially, Steam gets priority on sales over other platforms but i'm gonna tell y'all right now um that can't be but so true baby because i'm out here on green man gaming okay gog green man gaming oh, and dude, i'm getting discount can, I mean, codes baby you, i'm getting yeah, discounts and, and it's on the lowest it's been in green man gaming. and i'm getting like, steam you, codes you know what i'm saying so right. you do not have to that purchase doesn't make sense. on steam store so i don't know if this lawyer did their research or not but a lot of people are signing this class action lawsuit and i don't think they actually is that lawyer selling anything. crypto? Is he also like, as he I take this case, <laughs> he might please be. invest in my popcoin or whatever. Speaking of crypto, dude, did you hear about Mr. Sh- Mr. Speed, the biggest YouTuber ever, apparently? Yeah, I don't know about all that. Him, him did. I wouldn't say ever. Yeah, I know, but <clears throat> he, he got caught. That. He got caught uh, actually scamming people with crypto. Yeah. Whoops. He said he, he said he was he said he muted his mic, but he turned it down really low because he didn't hit the mute button. He just turned it down. So people took the footage and turned it all the way up in First editing mistake. software. <laughs> and, and you could hear what he was saying. And essentially, he knew he was scamming his audience because it was a rug pull. Of course, which has happened it. so many times with these stupid little meme coins. It's so, God, it makes me mad. Thomas and I have had this discussion about crypto and blockchain and all of this stuff. And it, who, that's discussion <laughs> for another day. <laughs> that's discussion for another day. We're going to move on uh valorant taking the steps to move to console i don't i i mean <laughs> this is kind of a rumor type thing apparently no i mean but they've been talking about releasing valorant on console for a while i'm gonna tell you bro it's a it's a tactical precise shooter those don't do well on console, on console. And i know you're gonna yeah. be they're gonna be like but siege you can move and shoot in siege if you're running sideways and you shoot at somebody's head your bullets still go to their head when yeah. it comes to a game like Valorant where you have to stop to aim straight to where your bullets don't go everywhere, that shit does not work on console. They tried that shit with Counter-Strike and it was absolutely horrible to the point where they removed it. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're releasing it intentionally knowing that it's not going to do so well. Because yes, that's, they're, they, they're just they're letting people figure it out and be like, you know what? You guys want to so fucking bad, dude, here. Yeah, they're giving they also don't understand the groundwork of consoles for the other games because they're probably going to re- release their fighting game on all platforms. True probably which would make sense but we'll see we'll see where that story goes and how that changes and then we'll the see. voice actor for batman the green and the white ranger passed away yeah kevin conroy 
um, died the other day, and every that was for that was definitely sad because he had voiced Batman for a very long time, and then uh, the Jason guy Frank. for us '90s kids, yeah, the um, Green Power Ranger, the Green slash White. Okay, slash. It was white, also the Red Power Ranger, like three seasons later. For, yeah, for like a period of time. Yeah, um, he he passed away as well, which was very very sad. And uh, a lot of the other people that played those Power Rangers in the late '90s were really upset. Like I saw yeah, a lot you of got, you got fucking. Videos. I mean, you got James Gunn, you got Troy Baker, you got Tara Strong, all just saddened by this man, this just being gone. It's it is. It, he was goaded, bro. He was such a yeah. goaded person. Especially, like I said, for us 90s kids who actually grew up seeing him. Yeah, very sad. Play that little flute. A tiger came out. Oh, snap. Absolutely. He's with us in our thoughts. Who else was he? Oh, yeah. He was the the voice of Bruce Wayne and Batman through every single... Kevin Conroy? Yeah. Yeah, through every single video game, too. Yes. He had been literally the voice of Batman. Damn, I did not know that. Yeah. He was wow. yeah, he was like I, I don't know how you can copyright a person's voice to a character, but he was that. <laughs> yeah. Cuz now that. they can't they can't release him for video games anymore unless they, they they'll have, have to, to find some, they'll have, have to, to find, find somebody new. Yeah, they'll have to it's find It's not going to hit the same though. It probably won't. Um they just got to find a way to synthesize his voice so like that's, you know how like when they synthesize like, anybody's voice the Darth Vader's that's real that's easy, true. but you got to do it they in could. Batman. There is uh there is an AI out there that can literally replicate voices. So that's that's true. That might be what they do. Wow. They have 30 40 years of his voice, so yeah. They could do it. But so definitely do, sad news, not to so end they're on gonna sad. They're going to do my news, homie Tupac. But... Okay. <laughs> they put they're putting Tupac on uh they're doing the holo, the hologram concerts with him. Yeah, dude. Tupac's uh Tupac's in Cuba. It probably is. <laughs> there's, a guy, there's a guy in Call of Duty. His name is that. Okay. <laughs> real quick. Real quick. Real quick. We can talk about it more on the next podcast, but real quick. We've been playing Modern Warfare for a couple weeks. We missed last week's podcast. So, what are that your initial true. thoughts? We did miss last week. Completely. Yes, we did. Um, so what are you just give a quick summary and we can we can go back um, and touch on it. If you want to know how week. fun Modern Warfare 2 has been, uh, this man, Thomas, has not played since the original Modern Warfare 2 came out. He has 91 hours as of today. Um, <laughs> pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. It's doing all right. In terms of Call of Duties, it's probably one of the most fun I've had since Black Ops 4. To the point where I'm playing like four to five hours a day, and then I'll look at my clock, and it's 1030. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm already four hours into stream. Hold on. <laughs> you know, it's stuff like that. And I haven't done that with a game in a while. So, uh, however, the maps, the, the maps, maps, hands down, some of the worst ever in Call of Duty. And along with bad maps comes bad spawns, as we all know. So, yeah, yeah but we can touch more on that next week. Yeah, I'll shit on the campaign next week. Yeah, you can definitely show it because I got some gripes about the campaign. <laughs> we, got some, we got some summarizing to do for next so week. So we'll definitely talk about it more next week. I am going to go play RL Craft and make food. Sounds good. <laughs> so have a good night, everybody voltage i'm pretty sure the other person is poe because i keep hearing them chuckle behind me whenever we say something stupid and uh appreciate you guys listening appreciate all the listeners out there on whatever platforms you may or may not listen on i hope you enjoyed the hitman gameplay if you're on youtube have a good night this is episode 19 of the gcast goodbye bye everybody
Goodbye.